0: Alright everyone, welcome back to The Ungrown Ups. This is going to be a very special episode. This is episode number 7, or as we call it, the 7th episode. But the reason why this is so special is because I have someone here who wants to defend their honor. In previous episodes, we've talked about my wife's activities. We have. So, Mrs. Matt has decided to join us and defend her honor.
1: Which, by the way, there's nothing truly to defend. So, if we actually offended you... Well, I don't know. I actually can't help that at this point.
0: She definitely had beef with her love or my disclosure of her oh, love the of the Del Taco macho beef burrito. We
2: oh, had I thought it was many the seashells. discussions about loyalty in our relationship.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the circle of trust has uh, been-, <laughs> been broken. I, I didn't it's see the it that way. To- line. Yeah. Oh, no. So, anyway, so she wanted to come on and I guess either shed some light on what it's like to be married to an ungrown up or shame me. But either way, this is going to be interesting. I've got fingers crossed for mostly just
1: shaming. Uh, and also, I do want to dive into seashells at some point because I, I'm on board. I, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. So on previous episodes, we, we, we talked about my wife and her love of Del Taco, which we all love Del Taco. So there's no issue there. No. But I, I did mention that I, I truly fell in love with her when she was pregnant and she devoured a one pound macho beef burrito with infernal salsa. Right in front of my bare eyes. You know, that, at the
1: time when you talked about it, it didn't seem like a big deal. But now sitting here and she's in the room, I get it now. Yeah. I can see why that might be. And
0: then I, I disclosed her love of Pinterest, which is, you yeah, know, that's, that's its own thing. But her, her um, participation in various seashelling collection groups um, because she was researching a vacation spot in wait, Florida. Wait, wait.
1: you said various. Because we had established previously it was one. How many groups should, are you by in? By the look on her face and the embarrassment, it's more than one.
2: I think we should get into that in detail. We should. All right, let's
0: go. Let's go. How many groups are you so in? How many is it?
2: Well, first, I'd like to welcome you to the Miss Matthew <laughs> Redemption episode. All right. And we'll insert some kind of theme song for me right now. Ooh. Maybe Eye of the Tiger. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. She's uh, got a list, by the way. I brought a list with me. Uh, I want to make sure that we we really discuss what happened during the one beef one pound beef burrito episode (laughs) um my special special place in my heart for inferno sauce my infatuation with seashells and including an upcoming trip in my future
1: i've heard brief brief rumblings about this
2: it's gonna happen and then we'll discuss matt's fomo issues
0: My FOMO, my fear of missing out. See, yeah, oh,
2: and then perhaps what it's really like to live with a hairy man. I feel like this (laughs) might be a good topic for us. (laughs) You get an
1: applause,
0: I (laughs) get the applause. (laughs) The the hairy man fans,
2: first off, the one pound burrito. I'm nine, nine, nine and a half months pregnant. I'm very hungry. Yeah, Yeah, I just need some meat in my life. I'm growing a boy, he likes meat. And I like hot sauce.
0: Yeah, this was this was getting towards the end of the pregnancy where she was like, "All right, get out." And so we were trying the the spicy food diet to try to see anything could incite the uh, contractions, sure. so that way the uh, the pregnancy could could come to an end. And I don't know how we ended up at a Del Taco.
2: All I know is it was about two p.m. and I was hangry.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, and uh,
2: I do remember walking up, looking at the menu, and looking at Matthew and saying. Don't judge me. <laughs> there was there was no judgment. It was
0: pure admiration. I mean, this is this is a woman after my own heart.
2: Uh, I ate it. I ate it the whole thing, and Sounds pretty good. I had about six packets of Inferno sauce. That baby really liked Inferno sauce.
0: Yeah, and it didn't incite pregnancy in any no, ways. He no. he came as scheduled. So does he like spicy foods now?
2: No, no. But you know what? To a certain extent,
0: though. And when he was real young, we'd go out to like eat at Mexican restaurants and stuff, and he would dip his tortilla chips straight into the salsa and yeah. eat it. So he's fine with like jalapeno stuff, like fl- flaming hot Cheetos. He's sure. totally down with. Um, but in other areas, like if it's tomato based, he's weird on that. So like, he doesn't like tomatoes, but he kind of likes salsa. Okay. But he doesn't like pizza because it's got marinara sauce, but he'll eat it. Like he's just an interesting. He I just think, doesn't like tomatoes much. But it's I, not a spice issue. But it's not a spice issue. But yes. he's also got an odd palate. He's got expensive taste. Mm. Like, we'll go out to, like, uh, Rubio's and get some fish tacos. And so on Tuesday night, it's, it's uh, Taco Tuesday, and so the fish tacos are 50 a buck $1.50 apiece. So we go, but he doesn't want the fish tacos. He wants the shrimp tacos. Yeah, of course. So his two shrimp tacos are, like, 8 bucks, and my four fish tacos are 6 bucks. That's how they get you. <laughs> they lure you
2: in. He's also the first one to order uh, lobster at the dinner table. Mm. Yeah, we
0: go to a restaurant. And he's like, "You guys have lobster?"
2: Yeah, Which, lobster's really not that great. Crab legs.
1: I do like crab legs. Some yeah. king crab legs.
2: Anything that good. says market value. Oh
1: yeah, yeah exactly. market. market price. Yeah, he's it. he's
0: all about that. Yeah. So we don't know where that necessarily came from, but it's it's fine. I mean, it's it's better than him being in love with everything that's beige. You know, like fish sticks and fish. You know, chicken nuggets and. Uh, just all the bland stuff. I mean, he has Mac a pretty cheese. diverse yeah. diet, and uh, he does like the Del Taco. Yeah. He likes the Del Taco from Del Taco. Okay. And then the uh, the, the grilled chicken soft taco. Those are his two go-to items. You got to get him a double bacon Del. Oh, no. He does that, too. That's he does amazing. the double Del. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. So good. Yeah. So he's got a... So good. He's got a pretty good uh, repertoire of items at Del Taco. How do we get this in front of the Del? We need
1: those people to understand, and then they can sponsor us just send them a link they actually
2: need us
0: yeah basically i mean
2: they uh they live within walking distance of our home we're there about once a week
0: yeah yeah we can walk over to the taco from our house so they might need
2: us more than we need them
0: i did i did have a chicken quesadilla for lunch (laughs) yeah the uh the del taco by our house used to be a burger king and like nobody ever went to that burger king so when it went out of business we were all trying to figure out what it was going to be and then we saw i think on social media like the shopping center posted hey it's coming and we were actually pretty excited that Delta Taco was coming to town, only for the fact that I mean we we've, we've been to Dell a bunch, but the closest the next closest one was a ten minute car drive. Yeah. So being able to have one in walking distance was uh, good for us, but not so great for our waistlines. Maybe L- living
1: but, living in Portland was a thirty minute drive to a to Del Taco. To, yeah, there's one. Yeah. Uh, there might be two, but the one that I knew of, and it was yeah, it was like thirty minutes away. It was painful.
0: But it made it worth it when you sat down and had that that Dell goodness.
1: Uh, you know, it no, it wasn't no, was it wasn't as good. It oh. was not. Although, like we talked about before, Taco Time is absolutely disgusting. So
2: who puts sunflower seeds in their burrito? Don't, don't mess know. up my burrito. It
1: doesn't make any sense. And those Just weird, vegans? like their weird ground beef log thing. Oh, uh, it's so disgusting.
0: I, I can't
2: say I've had Taco Time. We've never been to Taco Time. No, there's time. a reason you haven't been
0: there. Yeah, don't go. Okay. Yeah. So I, my wife has been protecting me from Taco Time and I. Revisit. I lived there
2: for about seven years. Also. Yeah. Okay. And uh, there's not a lot of food options unless you go to the little mom-and-pop restaurants. Right. And uh, fast food is few and far between up there.
1: Well, especially if you want, like, good oh, Mexican food. you What you've about gotta that
2: go... awful place, Machismo Mouse? Do you remember I that? I know. That sounds oh. like I did not miss out. Yeah, you shouldn't eat at a place that has mouse in the name anyways. No. <laughs> but Machismo, I mean, that's kind of like, hey, I like that. Hey, but
1: that's not like, that like spicy a, mouse. a a eatery-type place. Like, you go to Machismo Mouse for... Uh, Cheese? no, like your pinatas and stuff, <laughs> yeah. right? Like yeah. that's, it's the little bodega. It's not a, yeah, that's and they don't true. have a carniceria there.
2: I think it was vegetarian too. Oh, gross. Maybe Ew. that's why it went wrong.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with like being vegetarian and vegetarian food. I eat vegetarian food sometimes. Yeah. Like when I forget to put chicken in something.
0: Well, a bean burrito is technically vegetarian.
1: Well, yes. Uh... I don't know It it's a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's true. I
2: do have a problem when they make cheese out of other items like cashew cheese. Yeah, I don't get, It's not right. No, vegan cheese eat is cheese. not new. Just don't eat it. It's
1: not good. No, ah. I don't like it. Okay. okay, so we've established we love Del Taco. And we've and defended a one her one, honor okay. with the
0: Del Taco good. with the Macho Beef Burrito.
2: The shells one I think I'm going to lose, but I'm going to try to redeem myself. So there is an island off of Florida called Sanibel. Okay, And it's the number one shelling destination in the world. If
0: there is such a thing.
2: (laughs) The directional (laughs) (laughs) axis to the tides of the Gulf of Mexico. Bring in all the shells.
1: The number one shelling (laughs) destination in the world. Mm -hmm. Is this in the brochure? Yeah,
2: and all the other women, all my other friends that are over 80 also want to go there. Yeah.
1: For the record, you're not over 80. <laughs> no, I'm no, not. I'm yeah. not,
2: but I'm pretty sure all my closest friends would have to be over 80 if we were going to go there together. So, so
0: basically, it sits on the Gulf Coast side of Florida, and yeah. the way the, the water kind of flows in, it's protected so that when the waves hit the shore, it's very soft, very smooth, and so the <laughs> shells wash up, and they're completely intact, and there's some massive seashells, and I don't know how to describe it, but I mean, there's... Tons of them. Drink-
2: Instead of sand, just imagine these huge piles of shells. And I think it's the fact that all those shells that you ever saw in like an encyclopedia or a book, you actually could find in their hole. And, you know, growing up in California, you find sand dollars and you find little tiny like shells like yeah. uh, clams or mussels, and that's it. Right. And I think to be able to find a shell that you see in the stores is kind of neat. And I don't want to buy the shells, I want to hunt for them and find them myself. I don't
1: want to buy the shells either. Right. Nobody should be buying a seashell.
2: <laughs> Correct. Yeah, right? it's weird. But um, there was something about being able to find it myself that meant more. Yeah. And uh,
0: so somehow this vacation destination came up on her radar, and she had a coworker that was also intrigued by this destination, and somehow they found each other. They both found out they both liked this place, and so they planned a, a girls' trip out there. How many years ago?
2: I think two, two or three. And
0: so. But my wife, she's a planner. She likes to research and find out what's going on before she gets there. Yeah. So like, taking it way back, the first vacation uh, my wife and I ever took somewhere was to Costa Rica, and I used frequent flyer miles and, and to, to get us flights down there, and it was her first trip outside of the US. So we land in Costa Rica, and she pulls out a three-ring binder. No. Yeah. You're welcome. And I was like, serious. I was like, what the heck's that for? This is a vacation, this should be fun. What's yeah. with the binder? And she's like, oh, I just wanted to... He was rude about it. Like, I, I, I was kind of a dick about it because I was like, this is a vacation. This should be relaxing. Right. And she's like, I just wanted to research what was around. And it was honestly the best thing ever because we stayed in a bunch of different cities when we were in Costa Rica. We stayed, I think, in four or five different spots. And so every... She had them indexed, so she flipped to it and okay, we're in Arenal. This is a volcano This is what you can do. These are like the five best restaurants. These are the types of activities you could do here. And because this was before smartphones were ubiquitous and this is before Wi-Fi had been everywhere, we didn't have much of the way of connectivity. So when we got into that town, wherever it may be, we knew where we could eat. So if we were in the mood for a certain thing, oh, that's that restaurant. We can go go there. So it took the infinite and narrowed down the realm to what we should be able to do if we wanted to do it.
1: See, so I have no, I have like zero uh, understanding of that whole thing because I buy like the travel books and then I don't ever read them.
2: Yeah. See, I was basically Yelp before Yelp. Yelp came. <laughs> Pretty out. much.
0: Yeah. And so, two years ago, when she was planning this first trip to Senegal Island, she was doing her her recon, her reconnaissance, her her spy information, getting right. all her background information, building this, the dossier. I
2: yes. I should also <laughs> jump in with with how detailed <laughs> these binders are. Like. Um,
1: like an encyclopedia, nah.
2: it's a little, it's a little, uh, obsessive maybe. Okay. Depending um, on what the, the topic is. Or... So since I'm going for shells, I need to find out what shells are, are options to even find. Yeah. That's what is she looking for? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which beaches are the best? Right. How do you find them? Well, of course there's not only the tides, but the moon <laughs> and as well as don't the, the wind. You have to go which direction the wind is going. So you know which side of the island to go on. So I got a little a little deep. And little she deep.
0: found some Facebook groups that were, I think, all about this island, right? It's,
2: they're all about the shells, but basically I was watching the, um, they have something called Red Tide out there, where it's something about, I, I don't know what it is. Are, are you fast forwarding me? No, the crickets. Oh, gosh, he's done. He's done. <laughs> all right, let me bring it I'm back. i just, for, I'm just let, me, not, let me bring it back for I'm Harry man confused. number two. Anyways, I got a little too obsessed with this. And, uh, but I watched the, the, uh, Instagram on how to find the shells and what kind of shells they were finding. That's at her the time. go-to trip these so, days is
0: Instagram. She looks up hashtags, like the keywords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she looks up like Sanibel Island looks yeah. at all these people's posts and she sees where they've checked in at. So she goes, okay, that's the beach I need to go to. If they, if that's where they found this huge shell, yeah. then, then gonna, you gotta go there. Right. So she did all this in preparation for that trip two years ago. She's still a part of those seashelling groups two years later. And so I brought that up on a previous episode because right. I was like, I understood it at the time. Right. That's why she did it. But the fact she's still in it, in some of these groups, like she'll show me the posts and it's somebody that's proud of their, their table tableside lamp that they've hot glued seashells. Well, and that was
1: my next question. says, how many chairs do you own that are covered in shells? And when you go on your trip, do you know, you're like, okay, I've got to finish this leg and I need a shell that's approximately <laughs> this shape and this I, size. I and wish. then you sketch it. You sketch it for reference, and then when you get to the beach, you can you, find. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, nope, wrong shape, too big, too like a, small, like a puzzle then, piece. Yeah, yeah, and then you find the right
2: piece. Okay, so no, uh, I do not craft with the shells, and I basically. I mean, that's what
0: you're she, saying here. She gave a lot of them away. She came back with like maybe a ziploc bag yeah, here or so. I'm, I
2: it was that's more about that the many. hunt.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: and it was more about the hunt to get the best one of that style. Okay. Than, that, so, type of, that type of shell. And I saved one of each, and then I put them in a shadow box, and I was done. And that's yeah. it. And I keep it at work, because it's not allowed at the house.
0: The shadow box is at work. The and shell art, not allowed at the house. Yeah, and then... Even but, at work,
1: they're probably like, oh, mm, look at this thing.
0: But she's got an office, so you can close <laughs> yeah, the door the on it, and you right. can't see it. <laughs> but the other cool thing was again, so she brought the bag home, but then she's found use for them. So there's been... You gave some to the neighbor girls, and to some friends, and she just... I think
2: just the school so they could do projects about it.
0: All right. So, I mean, it it, it had some purpose, but she's still a part of these groups, which brings us back to her next upcoming vacation. So
2: what if I'm just a hunter? What if it's all about that hunting, gathering mentality of my ancestors? I think
0: this is more on the
2: gathering end of things. Mm -hmm. But she's
0: not a hoarder in that regard. Like, she doesn't hoard anything. She just likes the research side of it. Like she likes right. finding out information. The thrill finding... of
1: the chase.
2: <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Maybe. Through the surf. Maybe
0: you should be a sleuth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a sleuth, a shell sleuth. Maybe. So wait, when uh do you remember Demolition Man? Yeah, the three shells. It, yeah, is that a part of what you look for? Is the right shells for the three shells? Like is that or is that too? i
2: I'm a girl. I don't know what you're talking about. That's in fine. Demolition
0: Man, in the future, apparently, there's no toilet paper and there's, yeah, there's three, like three shells, shells next to the toilet. And nobody,
1: like the entire movie, nobody knows like what you're supposed to, well, nobody says what you're
0: supposed to do with them. They just mentioned that there's three shells next to the toilet.
1: Yeah. Oh. So I just thought maybe that
0: was a... No.
1: No. no. Way off the mark. Yeah, Sorry, everybody.
0: So now she's planning on returning to the island. So she, in a couple of weeks, she'll be heading out to Sanibel Island. So
2: it's a really good thing I didn't delete... The following those on those right, groups. Right, You knew you I were going to come it. back to
1: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have like, do you interact on these groups? Do you have like, you know, Wilma and Delaware and she's your
2: No, no, sh- I'm not friends with shells. I would like to be friends with a lot of Pal? these ladies. Do you
0: comment or like their posts?
2: No, there is one lady that's almost a famous sheller that I wouldn't mind going out shell hunting with. Her name is Pam Rambo. I'm just going to put a Pam little. Pam
0: Rambo. Uh, I'm just going
2: to put a call out to Pam Rambo. Pam Rambo.
0: Rambo. You think your friends call her Pambo? It's going to be John's You guys might
2: be into it. She has a uh, Volkswagen bug that's covered in shells. It's Would not shell be Nope. No. No.
1: <laughs> what is Pam Rambo? All right. But Pam
2: Rambo. <laughs> Iloveshelling.com. She no, has her own website. She does not. Oh. Yes, Pam's, Pam's a big deal. Oh, it Sanibel.
1: is. Iloveshelling.com. Wow. Pam Rambo. <laughs>
2: She's on a, uh, what does she call it? A shellista? What is she on? She calls herself a celebrity. Yeah, she oh, she lives shit. a life. She goes in. Oh then.
1: shell. Oh shell.
0: <laughs> oh man. That's see this if it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't know that these corn these dark corners <laughs> of the internet exist. This is what they call a dark web.
1: This is weird
0: because it's like
1: not really I wouldn't say it's a dark corner, it's an oddly <laughs> like bright corner. Yeah, it's very wholesome. But it's one that you really wish didn't
0: ever so, come into your like orbit. In these groups, what would you say is the male-female mix? Is it like 50-50, or is it skew more one way versus the other?
2: Well, you need someone to carry the shell bag.
0: Okay, so all the men are just reluctant. There
2: was a lot of men in the surf. Again, there's no one under 40 out there.
0: That's in this? Yeah. okay. The
2: the beach skews 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 a little
0: old. Seems young, but okay. Uh,
2: Well, okay, it was me. It was me that was skewing it. (laughs) Um, you know, there's kids, uh, it's, it's, uh...
0: Oh, yeah. So, when you went last time, there were a bunch of kids on the beach and stuff, and...
2: No, because I went in March, so... Okay. Oh, it's prime shelling season right now, from December oh, to April. obviously. Obviously, because the winter, <laughs> winter brings in the good shells. No, that makes The sense.
0: crowds are, are, are yeah, very so much... small, so that way there's more shell in action.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Well, so shell. our son... She's ready to get shell Our son shocked. was very upset that he wasn't invited last time. <coughs> and since, uh... Matt has to work.
0: Yeah, I get, I get, I'll, I have to be out of the country for a business trip. So yeah. while I'm gone, they figured they'd take the opportunity for a quick little trip to Florida. No,
2: and he's still young enough; I can force him to do what I like.
0: Him being our son, right? Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. Um,
2: little Matt.
1: Quite unfortunately <laughs> for him.
2: No, but he's actually. Oh, he's excited. Yeah, we because just, he gets to bring like, tactical, needs, gear, yeah. like oh, tactical gear, like
1: headlamps and flashlights. Yeah, Wait a minute, but. I th- but hang on. Oh, okay. No, there, there's no nocturnal shells. What's oh, the matter? Oh, no. my friend, you don't know. I don't know. Because it's it a depends winter on the-
2: shelling, so it all depends on the moon. I and the tides. Clocked, I have clocked our trip to be at the time of a new moon, so there will be two low tides during the day, one at 6 a.m. and one at 5 p.m. Every day it alters about 30 minutes. So there'll be two chances to shell, and I'll get him his own little headlamp. I... <laughs> he, he, it's going to be like a dream for him. They
0: went to the local uh, Daiso, a little Japanese uh, yeah. like 99-cent store kind of thing, like inexpensive uh, items. They,
2: they It's like a noodle strainer.
0: Yeah. A it's noodle strainer? Like oh, like a, a like a pasta strainer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, a, a sieve?
2: Yes, kind okay.
0: of. So they're going to use that for the shelling activities because yeah. uh, it's got a handle you know, on it. You they don't
2: can... want to get your hands cold. <laughs> so I might drop your shell.
0: Do you
1: wear, do you have to have special shelling gloves? Like maybe you should wear some to keep the oils off well, the shells.
2: you know, it's funny you say so. Because I didn't get gloves, but I did get waterproof socks. Our feet are going to be so warm.
1: It's going to be freezing.
2: No,
0: it's no. nice it, out She there. just checked the weather and it's it's like, it, it was 80-something. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh,
2: and wow. the water's about 70, 72. Oh, yeah, that'll be nice. So he'll be snorkeling. He'll be fine.
1: Yeah, he will not be shelling. Like no. He get about five minutes of shelling. I'm just in
0: the water. Thanks. This no, is no, even on our vacations, like when we go to like Hawaii and stuff, they're they'll be playing in the surf and then they'll end up hanging out closer to shore looking for shells or right. interesting things. Like uh we did a, a trip down the uh, Oregon coast, and the Oregon coast isn't really sandy. It's it's Very more much not. Yeah, it's it's rockier more than anything else. But along the way, there was different beaches like moonstone and glass and different items that they were looking for. So.
2: I might have also planned that trip. Yeah. So well, you don't forget Driftwood Beach. You obviously
1: were finishing a chair. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. And and your mirror will be coming soon.
0: Oh, perfect. So on these trips, our son has gotten used to looking and and collecting little things. So I mean, it is kind of a a, a fun activity to do. Yeah. Get you outside. And on this trip to Florida, we'll have five days
2: of. Show about three and a half. We yeah. gotta, we gotta like, fly out
1: there. You know, I would go to Florida to go to an amusement park. But hey, you go show them. It's on the wrong,
2: wrong side of the, uh, I don't well, want to
1: go But there, you just no. drive.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, or fly. Orlando is just. Orlando's mad. terrible. Yeah.
1: But, you know, roller coasters, shelling. Yeah. Of course,
0: we have roller coasters in our backyard with Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, Magic s- Mountain, Universal. They're not the same.
1: They're, they're different. C- they're different. They're but different they're, coasters.
0: Yeah, that's true. The coasters may be a little different. So, are you pumped for Sanibel Island? Are you?
2: I'm really excited to uh, make my own itinerary and not have my husband uh, have to agree to anything. Am I a hard sell to convince? Like on these trips, let let me tell you, this guy cannot sit still, and would die if he went to Sanibel. He'd be mad. Just be mad the whole time on Reddit, reading Reddit the whole time.
1: Wait, so I just actually realized that it's not just part of Florida. It's an like you have to go to another island?
2: Yeah, it's kind of like going to uh, Coronado. So you're trapped? Corn- Wait, yeah, yeah, trapped with all those seashells. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh. I and don't they want have... to come say shallow. <laughs> they have a wonderful uh, wildlife park there too. That has, uh, Crocodiles manatees, and manatees, uh, Seacals. alligators, yeah. um, you know, so we'll probably spend a, a little afternoon over there looking at the manatees. That's
1: pretty cool. Actually. Uh,
2: I think I'd be terrified to go in a kayak though, because the alligators,
1: they're probably not going to bother you.
2: That's what they say, but yeah. if they're, you know, I smell delicious.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. You um, might they... smell like
0: Inferno salsa. <laughs> <and> <laughs> My, <laughs>
2: hey, there's spicy alligators. Just don't put it on yourself.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Like that's not a, it's not a perfume mm-hmm. and he'll be fine.
2: Yeah. All I have to do is feed Grayson ice cream every day and he'll be happy the whole time. But day. at the same time,
0: so like some of this planning stuff has rubbed off. So like I'm going on a, on a business trip to Japan Yeah, and I've got to spend a weekend over in Japan. So I, I have work. To. Yeah.
2: Right. Well,
0: it's a, it's a two week trip with the weekend in the middle and the yeah. weekend's free. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, where can I go? Where haven't I been? So
2: who does he ask first? That'd be me. Although I think There's I did this one on my own,
0: yeah, just research. And so it looks like I'll be probably heading to Kyoto because it's about two uh, two hour bullet train ride. Yeah, it's pretty close from where I'm. Well, where I'll be. Um, and and I had
2: Aspin. Awesome. You should talk about your new uh, TV show you've been watching. Oh, the, uh, the James May that. Show.
1: The, yeah, yeah,
0: the Amazon Prime James well, but, May. Before
1: that, really quick. So Kyoto where you've not been to
0: Kyoto. I have either. not been. I've been Osaka. I've been Tokyo. I've been Hiroshima, but I have not been to Kyoto yet. And so. There's a couple of things I want to check out, but one of them is there's a park with monkeys. Yeah. It. it go ahead. And I'm just going to go hike and go hang with monkeys. I really want you to... Slather myself in peanut butter. And no, wait. no, no.
1: Go into it with really low expectations. Yeah. I and mean, you'll probably be okay. Yeah.
2: Well, I it's, don't expect... Uh, you huh? can't find the monkeys? No, you can.
0: But you...
1: So it's like this really, really steep hike. So if Yeah. You're it takes you up to the top all, of yeah, the yeah, hill. Yeah, it takes you yeah. up to the top of the hill. And then you uh can feed them peanuts but it's it's a big tourist trap basically and there's people everywhere and they're horrible and then uh i was there in august there were a bunch of little babies which was kind of cool like i mean talking like you know six inches little tiny little monkeys um but i certainly had i known i wouldn't have necessarily done it did you put the
0: peanuts in your pants and see if the monkeys could fish them out
1: no i was told sir you can't do that um Put I your guess pants they, back they on. They look up for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, no, and it. I mean, it is kind of interesting. It's
1: just it's a massive tourist trap, so It's really crowded. I figure, and but it's I'm going the worst in, people.
0: I'm going in a winter time, so I don't know if it's going to be less crowded than. Ours. Yeah, I don't know
1: how bad Kyoto is going to be. Yeah,
0: but. I mean, well, it should be like in the in the 30s and 40s, so it'll be kind of chilly. what's yeah. that
2: hot spring with the monkeys?
0: That's that's like way north, right? That's yeah, it's a little bit farther north. Yeah.
2: I've I've read some uh, detailed cool. blogs on that, and that's not supposed to be a nice place to go.
1: Because they're jerks?
2: No, because the monkeys they just poop in the hot spring. Well, they're monkeys;
1: they don't know anybody. I don't
2: really need to go in that hot spring. Yeah.
1: well, I mean, you know, just... and
2: they, they bite. Yeah, yeah, monkeys bite. Yeah, these <laughs> ones are like
1: you; they're you know they don't bug you or anything, and and they were fine. It wasn't like they were jerks or anything. It was yeah. just on a crowded. previous business
0: trip, I, uh, I like well, this was almost like a decade ago. I went to and I took my family there earlier uh, last year. We went for spring break. We went to the Machida Rison, which is a squirrel park. Oh. And it's a walled off park that's probably like a hundred yards square with a bunch of trees and birdhouses and logs and three hundred or so squirrels. Mm -hmm. That's too many. And you buy a little take all my money. You 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 basically it's it's a hundred yen to get in, so it's a a buck to get in. And then for another hundred yen, they give you like a homemade oven mitt and a packet of sunflower seeds. And you basically just dump the sunflower seeds in your hand, hold them out, and the squirrels climb up on you, jump into your oven mitt hand, and then eat the shells right in front of you. So that was pretty fun. That's so kind of cool. So that
2: was done after one bag, and Grayson and I went back for thirds. No, well, that's I, a lot. This was my
0: second time to the park, oh. so I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I had, I had had already a previous experience, but it was still fun seeing the squirrels and, and playing with them. So we've done the Squirrel Park. I've been to uh, Miyajima Island, which is not too far from Hiroshima, which is an island dominated by deer. And so that's kind of a similar experience where you can walk up and the deer are just walking around and they'll, you know, if you have your backpack open, they'll stick their head in your backpack looking for food. And
1: <laughs> When I was at Miyajima, there was this poor, this poor woman. She had an ice cream cone. She got a matcha ice cream and the deer just came over and basically stole it from her. But they didn't take it out of her hand. They were just eating it while she was holding it and she didn't know what to do. So she was holding it behind her while she was trying to walk away. And they were just following her. It was fantastic. Like <laughs> I've had... Assaulted by deer. Yeah,
0: so I've had the Japanese squirrel experience, the right. Japanese deer experience. So I figured I might not add
1: a Japanese monkey to it. Yeah, it won't be that exciting. But it'll be, you know... It's a long hike. It's a lot longer hike than you think. And it's Which pretty is fine. steep. But, you, but it's not that big of a deal. Because, I mean,
0: the rest of the time I'm sitting down at an office somewhere or sitting is, on an 11-hour cool flight.
1: What is cool is the... Um, so right where, kind of where that area is, there's the um, train station. it's there and it's the like the old kyoto station they have at least when i was there they had a model of the train station in lego which was really really like super detailed really cool and the train cars
0: are like old school train cars
2: they're super where they have the cat train master
0: no it's it's in one of the more like uh rural parts of japan where like yeah
1: and then you can also see or hopefully we'll get to see like an actual real geisha Yeah. Yeah.
0: The aviation's around there. And then they also have, uh, I can't remember the name of the park, but it's got a bunch of red gates.
1: Yeah. That's that real, you know, you see, if you see any Instagrammer that's gone to Japan, that's where they've taken that photo. Yeah. And And then the bamboo forest. Right. Yeah.
0: And so those are things like, I haven't seen any of that. I was like, all right, I can take the bull train over there Saturday morning, spend Saturday, Sunday, and then get back to where I need to be for work the following Monday. So I'm like, all right. So that seems to be my plan. And it's just, it's not as formal as some of our vacation plans where it's you know all figured out because what Jeanette does and it's been awesome is she prints out google map images right like google maps and then she gets a highlighter and just kind of highlights the points of interest on that map and then okay this is our hotel this is where we're staying and she highlights that in pink and then she'll highlight all the destinations that are restaurants in one color and all the interesting POIs in a different color and then we unfold the map and okay here's where we are these oh, are it's, the things it's
1: totally smart. It's just totally not. Totally smart. I'm not that person. That's it's all.
0: Part
2: yeah. Part of the build up for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is exciting. I mean, it is cool to know and, and have some idea of some of the stuff. Like, whereas I just show up in a place and wander around. Like, I've got no idea. I think or my, I wait for locals to tell me stuff.
2: I think my worst fear is going somewhere and coming back and thinking, oh, I could have seen that. Right. And you I may never go yeah. again. Yeah. But that's.
1: Part of it. Then you just, you know, if you liked it enough, you go back, right? So I'm not usually too bummed about that. Bar rocking chair uh, when you're in Kyoto. Bar it's, rocking chair. It's a bar. Okay. Yeah, Called rocking chair. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Um it's full of monkeys. It's a. It's actually, it seems like it's kind of a, on the shadier end of things a little bit, or potentially on the shadier end of things, but I had a really good time when I went. It was super cool. All right. Small bar. Yeah. Um. And then there's, uh, we can talk about this later, but there's a really good restaurant that I really like there's a bunch of stuff like Kyoto was probably one of my favorite cities in Japan
0: the one thing that we we've come to realize lately has been that vacations are now our, our carrot on the end of the stick it's right. it's our motivation to keep working and keep hustling and, and keep kicking ass at work and life so we can go on our next vacation right and so right now it's in the short term in a couple of weeks the, my wife has the the Sanibel Island Dream Shelling Vacation Electric Boogaloo 2 And then I've got the Japan trip with a side trip to Kyoto. So, but we needed, you know, we've already started tentatively talking okay, what are we doing for spring break? Once our son's out of school, let's go somewhere. Yeah. Because he's out for a week and we got to stick around and watch. Do an RV
1: trip.
2: We've talked
0: about that. And so after we, we were talking with Tim, RV
2: rentals in California suck. I think they kind of
0: suck everywhere. Probably. Yeah, you get 100 miles per day. So if you rent oh, really? an RV for seven days, that's only 700 miles. And anything above and beyond that's like something like 10 cents a mile. And you like don't really get mile. seven
2: days. You get it, pick it up at 4 p.m. on day one. You have to have it back by 10 a.m. on day seven. Right.
0: So we looked into doing that. But after we were talking to Tim and how he went on that road trip on the last episode where yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim went on his road trip to Mount Rushmore and stuff. So I was talking to Miss Matt about possibly doing a Yellowstone. Uh, Rushmore. Well, that's Grand just Canyon, it. You don't have like,
1: to pick it up here. Like you could fly somewhere else, pick one up, and then do right. a trip there. Well, right? and that, so that was
0: that Oregon of... Coast trip that we did. We right. flew into Portland, picked up a, a motorhome, and we were the first family to actually rent it. So it was pristine. Yeah. And we did that Oregon Coast camping trip at all the state parks, and that was awesome. And it was cheaper to fly and rent than it was to just rent and drive. Yeah. So that's also another option. So we're we haven't really figured out what we're going to do for spring break, but we have to have something. We will have something planned for yeah. spring break to get us at least a quarter of the year through and then plan something for summer and then maybe plan something for, you know, the Christmas break. And it's just, they're nice little goalposts posts for us to look forward to and be like, all right. We have something to look forward to. It's I, just
1: kind of the, I totally get that. Cause it's been four months, I think with no trip for me and I'm, this pen in my hand i could snap in half i'm like i'm ready to go yeah and so i yeah. think a lot
0: of it is when you have four months say planned out your next trip miss matt and i are looking at different you know she's doing research she's looking at okay we can do this we can do that or yeah. tentatively figuring things out uh like when we did the our christmas vacation or my birthday vacation to europe um last december we knew we were flying into munich and then we kind of picked out, okay, well, we've never been to Czech Republic. We've never been to Prague. Okay, so let's make that a destination. Where else? All right, well, from here to there, it's that's a, a big drive. Can we split up the drive somewhere partway between to break it up? Okay, we'll stay there. And it kind of, that's how we mapped out the the plans. Right. And then from there, it was just researching and looking at which Christmas markets we wanted to visit. And that was where Jeanette's uh, Instagram search really came into play. And, and figuring all that Instagramming stuff, that's how we got into there.
1: Yeah. Which it totally makes sense. I'm just bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. I always say, like like I said, I mean, I've got, you know, I can see from here. I've got Japan and Spain and there's Tokyo and a bunch of books over on that bookshelf. And I think I've read three or four pages of each one because that's about good. Yeah. Yeah. And I have every intent and print. Like, I'm going to look it all up. I'm going to see what's cool in these places. And then I don't. And by the time I did go, I'm like, eh, screw it. And then,
2: well, and now TripAdvisor. Yeah, there's Tripvisor, there's amazing.
1: Ha- and being able to, you know, you, earlier you were talking about not having internet stuff before, but now you you know, you go everywhere even around the world and it's fairly cheap to have internet access yep. and it makes it so much easier to stand on a corner, and go crap, what do I do now and hit a couple buttons and find something.
0: All right, what's next on your on your list yeah, what else of you got topics. My FOMO issues.
2: Nah, we're okay with that. We are. I think it's apparent.
0: <laughs> is it that obvious that I have a fear of missing out? What am I missing out on?
1: Yeah, what, what exactly is he fearful of missing out on? What types of things? I
2: think he secretly wants to go to Sanibel with us. <laughs> oh. No. I think he's afraid, I see. afraid that his if car only... loving son will switch over to shells.
0: Nah.
1: Could you imagine? I don't care about cars anymore. I'm all about oysters.
2: I hope we find I the shell-covered shell. car, and I'm gonna get him inside. Oh God,
0: it's gonna <laughs> smell
1: salty and briny. And You've just... got it. You need to email
2: Pat Rambo. Yeah,
1: Pat Rambo, mm-hmm. and tell her, look, big fan. Can we meet up? Son loves you. Can, can we just get you to sign? Can we see the car? And you need to email. Shell? Yeah,
2: might happen. We're gonna be
0: at, <laughs> we're gonna be at Rockaway Beach. And you, now, show, you gotta have the picture where he's just like. Does Miss Rambo live in Cinnabelle Island?
2: She does. It's kind of a lifestyle, I think. Oh, you know, that whole Captiva P- Island, the Keys. And it's whatever. kind of like yeah, Keys. Yeah. yeah, it's like a, a lifestyle.
0: See, if it was like a Golden Girls kind of experience, maybe you could
2: persuade me. I think that's what the last.
0: Oh, you want Miami? Experience. You is what, that where the Golden uh, Girls were set? I don't know. I what just is, is, what I is have that no little
2: idea. Boca Raton, kind of.
0: Sure. Yeah. 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 Mouth of the Rat. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh. Boca Raton. Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Bilingual Matt.
0: Okay. All right. So,
2: is that the end of your list? I, I see yeah, you folding up. I'm done. I'm done. I've,
0: I've really? You came stuff. in
1: here full of piss and vinegar, Gung-ho. You had a whole list, and now you're... That's it?
2: I feel like I didn't really redeem myself.
0: Oh, I think you have a chance to still, though. What's it like being married to me, an ungrown-up?
2: Oh, there's so much hair. So much body hair. Everyone. But that doesn't have anything any to do with me being an ungrown-up. No, that, that's, that's just me. That's oh. just
0: physiology. Yeah. Oh. Well I do have a mean head of hair and facial hair. Yeah, and back go. hair and full mm-hmm. luscious head hair. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. And back hair. I, yeah. It's yeah. like sleeping with a silver back monkey. It's very warm in the winter.
1: <laughs> this is not where I hoped this would go. <laughs> this is getting very strange. Oh, no, oh, but could, you can hear the people outside yelling. That's exciting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Woo!
1: Yeah. Or they were a second ago. It's a good good neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a college neighborhood. Oh yeah, as uh, Chapman University is just down the street. So uh, all those yeah.
2: film majors being so theatrical.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. It yeah. actually sounds like I don't know what this place at Kitty Corner is. I don't know if it's like a mental house or halfway home or something. But they're getting a lot of yelling out of there. Yeah. Like
0: crazy yelling or like excited sports yelling?
1: No, I'm. It's a combination. Of the two, and oftentimes <laughs> I can't tell what in the heck's going on. But sports you know. in the street. Well,
0: I mean, yeah. on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, it might be sports, but if it's like 2 a.m. on a on a Thursday, you're a lot. A lot of like Tanya
1: gets yelled at a lot for some reason. I don't know what she does wrong. But, oh, yeah, it's weird. Oh, Tanya, Ay, what a jerk! What a letdown. Yeah, she is so disappointing. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, uh, there's got to be something else.
2: Oh, living. I have to really explain why i want stuff because it's usually not legos and i feel like i really have to show the value in what in the items that are important to me Hmm. like what like shelling for (laughs) one and the other one uh you know just a a handbag why would a handbag (laughs) be any different than a watch
0: it's not Jeanette sends me links to like handbags and and shoes and stuff. And sometimes she just sends them with no comments. So then it's like, okay, that's an interesting pair of shoes or that's an interesting bag. Is she trying to tell you that she would like you to purchase that for her? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it is. Sometimes she'll send me like a list or just like uh, images after images and text messages. Yeah. And it's sometimes we're like sitting next to each other on the sofa. And she's just sitting
2: Well, if you start talking, <laughs> then the boy chimes in. And then I have to explain my handbag to him. Yeah,
1: yeah. My brother-in-law and I text each other when we're sitting in the same room. Yeah, yeah. quiet. Yeah.
0: Mostly it's just sending
2: It's like the most in personal Instagram. conversation you can have. But,
0: I mean, there, there have in been times. Because like, yeah. for my birthday, for my 39th birthday, Miss um, Matt got me the big adult grown-up watch that I had wanted for for a long time. Yeah. So I now have a, an Omega Speedmaster yeah. thanks to, thanks to her. Miss Matt worked
2: really hard for that.
0: She did. Nice guess. She did. Um, she's the total breadwinner. I'm the cabana boy. So Speed anything master, I can do to make her you got a? Did you get a Speedmaster? Yeah, it's a Speedmaster Racing. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. And so that was an awesome watch. And she was looking for her first really big fancy handbag. Yeah. Like she's always been the, the sort that will buy one nice handbag a year. And it's usually in that five $600 price range. And she gets a full year plus use out of it. And some bags, I mean, she wears them out, and so it's—I I don't have a problem with it. And so she was like looking at, I want to get a, a serious bag, like a Louis Vuitton or something that actually need a
2: boss bag. Yeah, right.
0: she, she wants like a boss bitch bag. She wants to just be like, okay, don't don't screw with me. Yeah. You know, I'm rich and powerful kind thing. of thing. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're neither. So the the bag <laughs> is kind of that that. That statement maker. And so I was like, yeah, go for it. If there's a bag you want, you deserve it. I mean, you you work hard. Right. Go for it.
2: Couldn't pull the plug.
0: She was so close to kicking, clicking buy and she couldn't do it. She couldn't bring herself to I spend. like to
2: put my bag on the ground if I want to. I don't want to have a bag that costs that much Which that I you do that feel with? like I care about it. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then if I'm buying a bag that's four or $500 a year, what? Does that mean for four years I can't have another bag? Who wants the same bag for four years?
1: Uh, I've had the same backpack for several years. And does that count? Oh, <laughs> I have a thing for backpacks, actually. I've got quite
0: a few of them.
2: So, it was, yeah.
0: So she was real close. She found a uh, a Louis Vuitton bag. She it was liked. a Gucci. Oh, it was a Gucci. The print with and like some I kick myself cheetahs on I it or something. It. or so lovely Bengal tiger. Bengal tigers. I'm oh, sure. I like
2: an obnoxious bag. That sounds yeah, obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Is it orange? It's pink. Oh. Pink and orange. Even it's better. Pink. And
0: so some of that was, like she was doing her research on it and someone was like, okay, well, if I want to get rid of this bag, because there's a lot of places, like there's a secondary market just yeah. like for watches yeah, yeah, as yeah. there are for bags. But the cooler, exciting bags that she liked don't have as large of a resale market. Right. Or as much appeal. Yeah. So if you get like the classic bag, which in her eyes are kind of boring, that's a safer purchase because therefore, if you want to get rid of it in a year or two, she could sell it back and maybe get 60 or 70% of what she paid for it back. But with the bag that she really likes, it's not quite that same. There's like seven
1: people that want it, not 700. Yeah, Kind of, yeah.
0: And so for her, it was like, uh, I don't know.
1: I I find it absolutely amazing how expensive some of those things are. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah, we were a couple years ago, year ago, year ago, whatever, it doesn't matter, a year ago, we'll go with a year. Uh, I was in France. My mom, I happened to walk into this store that she wanted to go check out. I don't even know what brand it was or whatever, it's this pretty famous bag maker and their patterns are all these dots and I have no clue. At any rate, I was in there and there's this tiny little, like, I don't know what you would put in it, a pen. Like a clutch? Like something you hold sure. with your hand? It was tiny. Okay. Maybe a credit card. Maybe. Maybe a, maybe a credit card and yeah. a pen. It your was sugar about just big enough. Card. Yeah, exactly. It was like 15 grand.
0: Yeah. What? And you know it was made with sweatshop labor, like in some Asian country. I guess, but, but I mean,
1: that's absolute. That's
2: like, did mom buy it? No, no, oh, no, no, no. she was my hero.
1: No, she went and no, she went in to look. Just she would, had never seen their actual store and had always liked the bag, so she yeah. went in and looked. And she's got one of their purses that she's convinced me, or has tried to convince me, is fake. But I don't think it is. Do you have a sister? I have two sisters. Oh. They're I
2: was hoping that she might like me. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Adopt Miss
2: Matt as her own. <laughs>
0: Excuse me.
1: No, my uh, my both of my sisters actually this year tried to convince me that their children wanted uh, Louis Vuitton bags for Christmas.
2: In pink.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, especially since it was for the boys.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. my, my stepbrothers did the same thing. Like, oh, what does your kid want for for Christmas? And I'm like, oh, he wants uh Legos. He wants a, a Shock watch and, and, right. and a gift card. I'm like, no, no. What's he want? I'm like, no. Those are things yeah. that he would actually want. <laughs> just so happens that, yeah, dad would like him, too. Right. But, yeah. So, did he get a bunch of Legos for Christmas? No, because we we had talked about this before. All the cool new Speed Champion oh, stuff right. didn't, didn't come, come out. out until yeah. this year. Right. So, he got some uh, gift cards from his uh, aunt and from his from his grandfather. All right. He got a bunch of gift cards. Yeah. Uh, just like the Visa, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. anywhere gift cards. And so, uh, we've been making some trips to the mall. Uh. And uh, whenever the new shipment comes in, he's been kept keeping an eye out. So, he picked up the... Um, the Lego Speed Champions. The uh, oh, you have it right here. Yeah. The uh, the Nissan GTR. I left then, that on the
1: table so that when it's for alone, we can talk about it.
0: All right. And then the uh, the Audi. So we picked them up. Yeah
2: she i'm making a sneering face face.
0: mrs matt likes legos she likes the ones that have any sort of camping trailer fifth wheel travel trailer
2: Love it have you i could have a collection of all the motorhomes in the trailers. they're so cool
1: my my uh, nephew likes those ones too and they have the did you see the burger one that they came out with it's like a monster truck burger truck yes
0: it looks pretty awesome so anything like that she's into like one of our first dates she actually had like a container of Legos it's
2: totally normal in her apartment
0: yeah. and we dumped them out on like on the uh the carpet floor and we were building dumped the up, Legos yeah, yeah. I went for all the wheels and axles yeah, yeah. she went for all the doors, doors yeah. and windows oh, yeah man. so she built a little house I built a little car and uh
2: why don't they sell those roof pieces anymore
1: I'm sure they do you they just have don't. to get them no like in one of those bulk g- bins or whatever
2: yeah you get like you right. know, 10 of them or whatever and then on the Lego site they have this this amazing uh, catalog of all the pieces. Yeah, and the you to pick oh, yeah, a separate. Pickett, yeah. I think maybe that's our next trip. Where's Lego made?
1: Uh, Denmark. Denmark.
2: Okay, maybe we go to Denmark.
1: Yeah. In Billend. Maybe. Yeah. Not Bellend, for the record, but Billend.
2: I also wanna see the Northern Lights really bad.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, you could do both. Can you? Well, no, you go to Denmark and then go further north. You can make it. Wow, that's a a home
2: run. Let me clarify
1: this (laughs) again. You're gonna have to make a stop or two. Iceland has
2: these amazing like glass globes. Yeah. Or what would you call like an igloo, but it's glass, and you sleep under the stars so you can see the whole. Iceland
1: is that's the next I think like kind of trip trip I want to do. But I'm gonna wait for it to warm up a little bit, Mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna rent a. I want to go and rent a camper. And then do like a week or so on the, just on the rim uh, road.
2: My research on Iceland yeah. uh, tells me that I need to bring a jar of peanut butter with me. And that I'm, a lot of salted fishes. A yeah. lot of salted fish yeah. that are in like pickle juice in a jar. Yeah. And I'd be very hungry.
1: Got it. Are you like? Uh, so do you ever watch uh, Top Gear or anything like that when they do their specials and they go to Asia and Hammond can't eat and anything? Yeah, yeah, I got it.
0: Yeah, yeah the first trip uh, we went together to Japan. Uh, we were in Shinagawa, and at the hotel, the Hotel Prince, there was a TGI Fridays in the basement, a Ooh. McDonald's across the street, and an Outback Steakhouse up the road. So you were fine. Oh,
2: she we're was fine. fine. Yeah. But I've actually gotten. A She's lot. gotten much better more adventurous yeah. if, if somebody can tell me that it's made with chicken or beef and not eyeballs or what whatever like pork pork's not a little much. iffy for me no yeah. you were fine with the or uh, like ramen or something yeah yeah, yeah. that's where okay. she's but yeah. if somebody can just tell me what's and I, I just don't like the flavor of seafood or that's any fine. kind of fish yeah. just not for me uh, so as long as I can tell that it's just beef or chicken or vegetarian, I'll totally try it. Yeah. So we I'll up- eat anything.
0: Yeah. So we met up with some coworkers, uh, some of my coworkers at the time, um, towards the end of that trip. And they took us out to the, like a, a local shopping area and they helped order for us. And so that really kind of opened her eyes. Okay. I like this ramen. I like this. Okay. I know I like that. Right. And then on subsequent trips, uh, she got introduced to like the to tonkatsu and, yeah. and to different types of Japanese cuisine. Um, and so she's become much more comfortable eating there. Um, but it is still kind of sketchy when you go into some places off the beaten path that aren't quite as touristy because they don't have the picture menus or the English yeah, menus. Right.
2: The first trip we see a Denny's, a Denny <laughs> sign. Yeah. And I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, let's just go eat some pancakes and some eggs over my hammy. Right. Moon's over Miami, yeah, my hammy.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is not what they have.
2: Oh, my gosh. It's
0: nothing to it's, do with Denny's in any way, shape or form other than the name. Okay. They
2: stole that logo. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird licensing agreement. Fish
2: eyeballs and lettuce, it was weird. It wasn't
0: that bad, it was just a... It was bad. It wasn't great, there wasn't anything familiar on the menu, but it was kind of like, okay, they have salad, they have some fish, you know, they have some meats. All fish. But it wasn't anything like that 2 a.m. Denny's experience that you're kind of anticipating in your head was not that.
1: You know what would be interesting actually would be kind of to, to go around the world or whatever it is and search for whatever countries like that kind of hungover. For, yeah,
0: like, yeah, with that like, late night. Yeah, that, what do you do? What's it, the Waffle 3. House yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. What's the Waffle House for Denmark or for whatever? I think that that would be a good premise for a show.
0: That would be interesting.
1: Food Network, travel, any of those types of places let's if you're listening. Let's do it. There are two yeah.
0: things like that are sort of like guilty pleasures that we like to do when we travel internationally. One is... McDonald's. One because yeah, it's it's kind of cliche, but it's never the same no matter what country no, you go to because they have not, different items. Right. And so it's always kinda of fun to see what's in
1: but McDonald's. You can still get a regular cheeseburger if you want. You can. Yeah, right. You can get the normal
2: Oh, we had weird breakfast in yeah. uh, Nuremberg, Germany. Yes. Like at, the, McDonald's.
1: Yeah. at McDonald's. At yeah. McDonald's, yeah.
0: It was it was they didn't have an egg McMuffin. They had different breakfast items. It they was
2: had... on flatbread like a pita. Ooh, that'd yeah. be
0: kind of good. And uh and so, even in Japan, like, uh, we have the Big Mac here, right? Nobody yeah. knows what a Big Mac is yeah. in the States. In Japan, they have the Mega Mac, which is a Big Mac, but with four patties. Obviously. That is so overly American that I'm surprised it's not even here in America, but it's in Japan of all places. Right. One
2: of the first Japanese words I learned was EA Ketchupu. Which means no ketchup. Please don't put ketchup on my Egg McMuffin. They so had a... They had a. Me-
0: they had a... Mega Muffin mm. that had egg, um, yeah. sausage, bacon, and ham. Yeah. So they had all the meats on there and ketchup. Ruined it. So Ugh. then we did, you know, an internet search how to yeah. say no ketchup. And then the next day we ordered <laughs> Mega Muffin EA poo I no do ketchup. not like ketchup. Not on a breakfast sandwich of all things either. No, no in most things. Yeah. The, the other fun yeah. thing that we like to do is getting Mexican food in any country we can.
2: It's more <laughs> of math. So I've had. Fun, <laughs> no.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Switzerland burritos no. Terrible.
2: No. No. You need <laughs> yes. to stop that. It was awesome. No. He also gets the commemorative t shirt. That, okay.
1: I'm okay with you collecting weird t shirts, but uh, God, where was I? Uh, Frankfurt, I want to say, across the street from my hotel, was Italian pizza and Mexican food. They advertised pizza and burritos. You wouldn't catch me step into that place. First place, he'd stop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely not. There's an awesome, awesome Mexican restaurant in Tokyo called Junkadelic. And the owner is a Japanese professional skateboarder who fell in love with Mexican food as he was traveling the world, the U.S. Yeah. And his employees, like when we went, the bartender is Peruvian. She's Japanese, born in Peru, speaks fluent Spanish. I didn't speak nearly as much Japanese as I did Spanish. I was conversing with a Japanese lady in Spanish in Tokyo over our... Mexican dinner. It was phenomenal.
1: But but was the food good? Yeah.
0: Was it? Oh. it, was was it? it it's, I would put it, at Junkadelic, I would put it to maybe like, kind of, I guess like an El Torito chain yeah. restaurant kind of experience. Was it more like South American or Mexican? Because there's a difference. There is a difference. Um,
2: This was... More like a California version of Mexico. Yeah. Right. It, yeah,
0: it was the Cal... Yeah, it was kinda of like Southern California Mexican kind of
2: probably within that skate
0: culture. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. What they went for. And and I've had you know, uh, we've had Mexican food in, in uh Switzerland and that was different because the salt well, that's the other thing, is the the spice levels are different. Right. You know, salsa is a, its own thing.
2: Right. It's ketchup. That's ketchup. It, it's ketchup. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. When we were in um when we were in Germany uh for my birthday, we tried making we, we stayed at our at a friend's house um and he lived about an hour outside of munich and so we went by the uh, the nearest major grocery store which happened to be in austria across the border so it's a beautiful huge market kind of like a whole foods huge market that's some rad markets there they, they have was, some yeah. amazing in a mall, markets you had
2: to park in this yeah. high-rise parking lot and take an elevator down to the grocery store it's beautiful their selections are
1: cool too right their and meat so, rooms
0: where you're just walking and all uh, the all the, all the dried meat meats just and curing. Our goal was to buy all the ingredients we could to make him enchiladas because we asked him what he right. what he missed because yeah. he, he'd been out to the US for uh, business trips over the years and stuff and it had been a while since he'd been out here and so he missed Mexican food and his birthday was coming up. So we were trying to buy all the ingredients to make him enchiladas.
1: I'm going to guess tortillas didn't exist.
2: No, they surprisingly did. Mm. They right. had tortillas It was there. a huge grocery store. Okay. Yeah. So it had to... I. Think we got lucky because it was such a huge grocery store, and you know, it was in Salzburg, so it was right. a big, you know, big city. metropolitan area. But um, they had honestly. the tiniest uh, Hispanic, Spanish food, you know. Yeah, like in like, the grocery store here, one row, you know, um, column. Yeah, and they had uh, they no beans. I could not find any beans. Okay, but they did have a couple of tortillas on the bottom row a little odd they said corn but they didn't feel like our corn tortillas at all yeah, yeah. but uh couldn't find any beans so
0: did they have hot sauce
2: uh they only yeah. had mild Mild
0: it was as hot as they got got it you know. and so it was interesting because like here in southern california we're kind of spoiled but when you walk into any grocery store there's always that hispanic food aisle or and the, the whole Asian food cap
2: aisle. of 52 different yeah tortillas.
0: and so there's there's 20 feet of you know, uh, refried beans and salsas and all these things. It's speaking of the,
1: the Hispanic aisle, I was at the grocery store down the street the other day and you know what they didn't have? Tapatio. What? Yeah. I even asked, I was like, you guys don't have tapatio? Cholula? Anything like that? Yeah. Like, no, we don't have that. Weird. And I, I mean, you know where I live. Right. Right. That should exist.
0: Yeah. That is weird.
1: It was super weird and I'm almost out of tapatio. So I'm gonna have to go find a different store.
0: What the hell? You have to go, far. You have to, go to Target. Target will have it, but the grocery store won't. Target actually probably will. Yeah. yeah. So in this Salzburg supermarket, the Hispanic food section was probably two shelves, two and a half, three feet long, and that was it. But we were able, because we had brought a bunch of seasoning with us. We bought huge cans or plastic jugs of, of taco seasoning. And other uh, spices with us. We had that in our suitcase
1: from here, from
0: here, because yeah. we knew we were going to go out there. Oh and yeah. We knew he liked Mexican food, so therefore we were going to bring. You know, just travel with a with no. a stash. No, 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 no. And then I got the taco seasoning. <laughs> it's part yeah. of my plan. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm eating really bad Mexican food in other countries, I can just season it up properly. Yeah. So we we brought that as part of a gift for him. And then so uh, Miss Matt makes the the enchiladas for him with chicken and all stuff, and she. Makes it all, and then throws it in the freezer and just basically says, whenever you're ready, just throw it in the oven, 350 for, until it's warm, basically. And then so his birthday was a couple days later, and we had left at that point. And so we sent him a message that, hey, have you eaten your, your birthday enchiladas yet? And he was like, yes, and they were the best ever. And my wife was like, I
2: don't know if they were. I'm a little worried about them.
0: Just because... We didn't have all the ingredients we would have used otherwise, yeah, but, right?
1: But, but if but, he hasn't had and his memory's a little bit different, right? Yeah. So hey, take the win. Right? Yeah. But hopefully you told him like 176.
0: Oh, instead of three fifty? Yeah. On the temperature? Otherwise he'd be like,
1: What? That's too hot.
0: <laughs> You're just gonna Just charcoal. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so it it's it's been fun with with these little culinary adventures we've had. So the McDonald's, the Mexican food, it just it's always fun kind of just trying different things and, and just comparing. And, uh, yeah, it, it's the adventure of just this, this new and exciting stuff has, has been kind of fun for us.
2: You should have your coworker on, and he can talk about going uh, to Switzerland with me.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> we, had a, uh, we had a business trip. We had to go to Geneva for the motor show, the Geneva uh-huh. Motor Show. And by the time we were looking, hotel stays were about $7,000 per person. For Jesus. the week, it was about a thousand bucks a night. It
2: was literally one hotel room left. That's yeah. insane. And so, and they had two guys and, and me. And so our corporate, room. our corporate travel
0: is you pretty much have to stay in hotel. They won't expense like an Airbnb, but I had to get uh, permission and said, hey, I can rent a two bedroom apartment, so my coworker and I can stay in the same place yeah. in Geneva, and it's only going to be thirty five hundred bucks for the week, as opposed to fourteen thousand dollars. Right. So they had to get some approval, and they said, yes, it's okay. Uh, in this case, we'll make an exception. And so I'm like, I got a two-bedroom apartment. All right, my, my coworkers got the downstairs. I'll take the upstairs. And so I used miles for my wife to fly, and then I used, obviously, the corporate travel to book my ticket. Yeah. And so we flew out at on separate planes at, at identical times. Time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think I landed in Switzerland maybe like an hour before she did. Okay. Uh, so I had a chance to get our bags and everything. And so when she landed... And then we went to our apartment um, in Geneva, and it was her most favorite vacation because she was all by herself. So while I was at the auto show with my coworker working and doing all this research and, 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 and work, right? she was free to explore and do shopping and stuff. And so her big thing was is every day she would go to the markets. Because here, because of Costco and because of supermarkets, most people go to the grocery store maybe once a week. Maybe more, maybe less, but generally not daily. Whereas in Europe, because everything's smaller, the refrigerators are small, you shop just for that next day. And so she would go to the grocery store and get fresh bread and fresh meats and fresh muesli and, and yogurts and all stuff. And she would make us breakfast nice. in the apartment. And it was Very awesome. Nice so while we're getting ready, she'd be in the kitchen making breakfast. And then my coworker and I would sit down to this homemade European yeah. breakfast and uh, that was a nice way to start today. Instead of trying to figure out what I'm going to eat or finding a restaurant between the uh, the apartment and the uh, the convention center, it was it was a nice change of pace. But. She had a great
2: time.
1: It is nice when you're able to do that.
0: That's my, pretty cool.
2: My favorite thing about Switzerland was the grocery stores are in the basement of the department stores. Right. So it's like you're going into a Macy's or a Nordstrom's and you go downstairs and it's like a Whole Foods. And now you got your lettuce. And yeah. You and fur coat and some lettuce. You're like, a uh, new handbag. <laughs> some sausage. Um. So I'd go downstairs and when you order the bread, you hold up your, your forearm in front of you and you kind of put your your hand in a chopping motion towards your arm and that tells them oh, how, how much, much bread you want. Oh, they smart. make these crazy bread that's like four feet long and you just kind of uh, mark on your arm how much you want chunk of bread.
0: So basically you from your fingertip to your yeah, elbow. Yeah, 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 So if you touch halfway they'll be like, all right, they'll give you like 18 inches kind yeah. of thing.
2: And you're supposed to do a little noise like, eh, uh-huh.
0: eh, eh. Really? Eh. Okay, I'm going to practice that. Uh-huh. That's and then, pretty uh, rad. Yeah. And th- that, like you were talking about the the dried meat hanging up and so yeah. they had the same thing. You, you get to the deli counter and there's just a uh, like a lamb, just like yeah. hanging from the ceiling and stuff. And we were on this hunt for a, I don't know what brand or what country it came from, but it was a specific brand of yogurt wow. that came in ceramic pottery, um, little jars. You just wanted the jars, yes, yeah.
2: Obviously. You, well, yeah. My Instagram search showed right. me some really nice yogurt jars. And They're so we saw terracotta.
0: Yes, terracotta. They're gorgeous. They're blue glazed, mm, blue glazed, slate gray. And uh, we have four
2: of them. We have four.
1: Yeah, yeah. we have four sets.
2: Set. It a real nice pudding cup.
1: Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I also like to go grocery shopping every day. I'd rather go daily here.
2: I love a foreign grocery store. I do. I yeah. will go
1: to like the Ranch 99 yeah. or the Mitsuwa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of European grocery stores. We have a lot of more like Asian
2: No, nah, you have to just stores. go to that sausage market down the street. Yeah,
0: the and Sausage oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I do like, you know, I'll go by... The stuff that I need for the day rather than uh, shop for the week with the exception of sometimes you can't get like chicken and things in small packages anymore. Everything's like a huge amount of stuff. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, I totally get that. I think it's a way better uh, way of doing things personally. Right. So that everything's less. There's less waste. There's you know some more variety.
2: Well, you can get more fresh food, too. Right. It just depends
0: on your schedule though, because I mean if you have the time to do it every day, then that totally makes sense. Like in some cities like New York, where you're taking the train and then you're walking from this the, the station to your apartment, then it's on the way. For us in Southern California, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do because we're not really a, a walking community.
1: Yeah. I mean I I just jump on the motorcycle and ride down the street.
2: Well, you live next door to one of the best farmers markets in the area.
1: That's true. You I ever go? Do sometimes.
2: That bread guy?
1: Oh. Problem the problem that I have with the farmers market and most things that occur on a weekend is that they're so early. I'm not a morning person. It goes
2: until I think two a.m. Two one. p.
0: One or two p.m. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not a morning person. You
2: gotta go visit uh, the bread man. O. C. baking.
1: Yeah, they've got they do have a lot of really good stuff there. They sell um, there's a salsa company that's got pretty red salsa too. I can't remember what they're called, but they have a really good habanero salsa. That's pretty pretty pretty. Is it delicious. the
0: guy that has a huge military truck? No, 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 no. Because there's last time I was there it was this huge old like military transporter that had some I think it was either salsa or barbecue sauce. Like it had some logo on the door. At, at least I don't. I mean I don't think I've ever
1: seen it. They sell it at um Chapman Crafted, the brewery down the street. That's like if you want. us They don't have food. so If you want, is snack, it in a bottle? No, it's not a bottle. It's in like an old you know tub.
2: Okay, so and fresh op- salsa. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's fresh salsa, and you open it, and there's like a an actual habanero just tossed oh, that's cool. on top. There's it's a so good. local
2: hot sauce uh, maker that's you know at some of the craft shows and yeah. at the farmer's market. I was lucky enough to have him be the caterer at one of uh, oh, cool. my photo shoots. Yeah, yeah. And I walked in and I was so excited to see him. That's awesome. And I'm like, what are you making us? Make it <laughs> hot.
1: Ta- so, taco man, like anytime you can get like a taco guy at a party or oh oh gosh,
2: we've done so that. Good. Yeah. And
0: we've done that for birthday parties and, yeah. and I've had it for a work party. It's, it's always nice when you have the tacos, but when we go like traveling, it's, we end up bringing back food quite a bit as a souvenir. Like obviously not any fresh dairy or meats yeah. and cheeses and stuff, but that they know of, yeah. Right. But like, uh, this last trip we brought back uh, bags of muesli. Yeah. So we, we can have that with our, either with our cereal, or with our yogurt. Um, we've brought back mustard. Some senf, the German mustards are pretty yeah. awesome. Some uh, in,
2: horseradish Ooh,
0: is in the, the like mustard, yeah. yeah. Makes you cry when you eat it. So it's yeah. Really good. Yeah. And then uh, we brought stuff back. About
2: for twenty much. pounds of gummy bears from the, <laughs> yeah, from the you know Haribo get, factory. You can get
1: those here now.
2: Not these shapes. Yeah. Oh, the shapes. Specifically, we specifically, yeah. right.
0: we specifically right. bought Austrian. only things we could not get here. So right. the, the standard Haribo gummy bears in that gold packaging, we left on the shelves there mm. because we can get those here.
2: Got some gummy squirrels with yeah. the creatures. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, Owls. That, that's cool. The
0: ones that are and like monkeys. half yogurt, half gummy, weird, chewy things. And yeah, we got all sorts of good stuff. Yeah. the
1: There is a veritable cornucopia of good things that we can't
0: get here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's oh, got to
0: be a European market somewhere though. All those that's Kinder really fun, eggs yeah. with those toys inside. Right. Yeah. We brought some of those back. But yeah, we, we always have fun on our, our travel adventures. And I think that's why we kind of look forward to them in terms of as, as the carrot that, that leads us through the year. yeah, And, you know, as Miss as Matt likes to plan and, and prepare for them, it it also gives us a chance to, to know what we're in for. You know, it kind of sets the tone, sets the mood. So we just need to figure out what we're going to do for the rest of the year. Yellowstone.
2: It, yeah, I mean, it could be. I worry about uh, going there in the springtime that it still might be snowing. Like, it, maybe it's more of a summer trip. I have to look.
0: Nah, it's probably fine. I would think it'd be okay, only because yeah. the counterpoint is in summertime, everybody's there. So you would have fewer crowds. We've got
2: a friend that just bought a flat in Barcelona. I'm hoping we can rent that.
0: Barcelona? Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. We want to have a holiday in Spain. All right. Yeah. We'll see if we can do it one day. Uh,
1: okay.
2: The, 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 we How were... are you with children? <laughs> I'd really like to go without him.
1: I'm not. uh, That was the reason. Fine. Yeah, we looked at doing. I watch. I watch my niece and nephew enough.
0: We looked at doing it last year, and the problem was is like we couldn't figure out what would be interesting to a nine year old, because a lot of it's gonna be museums and architecture (laughs) and museums, right? right. So we settled on Tokyo just because it's so much crazier. There's so much more random stuff that would keep his entertainment uh, and keep his excitement up. So we chose Tokyo over Barcelona, but at some point. We want to make that trip. So yeah, we to he's not
1: going to want to hang out at the tapas bar and eat and drink like chocolate. He might be and... the
2: only one that likes that food. He'll like it. He'll eat
0: it. But the there's problem is, so is much like good food at the tapas bar. Splish. Yeah.
1: So much no, 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 no. There's not. There, there's there's a lot of meats like sausages and whatnot, and cheeses and yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I was
2: just going to eat a bowl. And of you can get the
1: day. you know the the ham. Oh yeah. That nah, they yeah. just shave right there for you. Big old just pig leg all cured. Just shave a piece right off, and they stick it on the toast, and you put it in your mouth, and it is delicious. Mm-hmm. And then you have, I think it's called choc- chocolate, 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 chocolate. It's like this. The churro? No, it's basically like a sparkling wine, and they pour it really high into your glass. And huh. Where's awesome. the place
2: that puts the cheese in the coffee?
1: That can't that, be That, I really. don't know. I know that they put uh, butter in coffee, bulletproof coffee. never <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Do you believe that? Yeah, know. I've seen it. I know, but...
0: It sounds gross. Sounds... I think the butter is just to to lubricate your colon as the coffee rushes through you. That's why it's bulletproof. It just it goes right through you. That is... <laughs> <laughs> I might be onto something there. If I had, so you I... Should, you should have seen the look of, of, of fear. It wasn't pride that was on my wife's face. That was just like, oh my God.
1: I have not had caffeine in a while.
0: Is this a resolution of some sort? No, no, no. no. I got
1: sick over, oh. like, kind of just before New Year's and, and had the flu, and so I didn't drink much stuff, and then I ended up having a glass of coffee at my mom's several days ago, and I think it's still affecting me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still feel a little a little Jittery. freaked out. Yeah. Like, we could just go off the rails at any second.
0: Never mind, you've had 17 Sudafed capsules just this morning, right? Yeah, like, right, hey, right, right,
1: No, I haven't actually, I mean, the, I took a bunch of Dayquil and NyQuil, I had a fever, but now yeah. it's just like a residual cough that. That is, is the worst. Super
0: awesome.
2: Really happy to be in his house right now.
0: No, yeah. no, no. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah just yeah. don't lick the the phone or anything. You'll be fine. Right. Yeah. That's the, that's that's the worst part about getting sick is not,
2: it's it's one
0: thing to be like bedridden sick, but it's when you got that low level, annoying, just sniffle, cough, sore throat that just won't get better, and you have it for like weeks.
1: Well, it's terrible too when I f- you feel absolutely fine otherwise yeah but then and you go to do something and you still have this crap congestion so then you're still like you can't do that because you can barely breathe but you're right. fine like, yeah that's so frustrating
2: two days before we left for germany i got bronchitis oh gosh but thanks
0: to it this past time yeah. yeah oh wow so urgent saying, care hooked
2: me up yeah yeah, yeah he was that antibiotics was good, that was a good doctor yeah i don't know what that cough syrup was it was a magic
1: codeine probably it was so good were you melting
2: Melting. Yeah, I fell asleep with the lights on, fully clothed. Codeine. like you can't.
1: Yeah. yeah, that stuff is nasty.
2: I'm actually allergic to codeine. I know it's oh, not. Oh, okay.
1: So it wasn't that, but Some it was something. Band something band. good. It's
2: probably yeah. worse than
0: that. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like Robitussin. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Robitussin. Yeah, the professional swing, Robitussin.
1: Tussin. Yeah. DM. I don't know. I don't know what that the DM parts for. Yeah. I don't know. It's what's called Tussin DM. Sliding my DMs. Yeah,
0: I don't. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just direct yeah. messaging you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I knew it. Okay. Last chance. Anything else?
0: More anything. Throw me under the bus? So
2: I, I can't throw him under the bus because he, he literally can't be embarrassed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a nice thing. So yeah.
2: Anything I could say. But you came
1: lying. in determined...
0: And she defended her honor. She explained why no, she was. No, sure, but yeah.
1: she she was also determined to be like, ha-ha, I will have my <laughs> revenge. And there was no revenge Had You crumpled.
0: I don't know if she crumbled. I think she held her own, but I think she wasn't as able to get those those left hooks in. That's it, what it, I was really yeah. waiting for. Fire was some
2: boo pow chow. We'll see yeah. when the fan mail comes in for Miss Jeanette.
0: Oh yeah, so where do you send this fan mail?
2: I don't, I don't know.
0: Just send it to Jeanette at ungrownups.com. It'll just go to our general inbox, and then there you go. We'll respond or yeah. we'll let her respond. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you should probably check our email at some point. I do. Oh, okay. Good. Because
0: yeah. I do not. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I, I just get emails from Spotify letting us know on how our, our podcast is doing and, and tips to marketing it.
2: Oh, If good. you could actually send a lot of email to Miss Jeanette, that would be perfect redemption.
1: Yeah, there you go. That yeah. would actually be so. If she got one, she would win. She would. Yes. 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 So if there's there anything there? else we've
0: gotten, has just been
1: like...
2: Pam Rambo, I'm counting on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to
1: send know.
0: us a link to her and say, Shallow. Yeah, I don't know if Pam Rambo is really in our demographic of ungrown-up fans, but
1: who
2: knows? What do you, mean? you don't know. I don't know if there's anything grown-up about shells.
1: Yeah, or driving a shell-covered beetle.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is true. She might be the oldest ungrown-up fan we... She's not have. old. She's not oh. old.
2: Yeah, she might just be independently wealthy and living on Sanibel.
1: Yeah, she's, uh, I saw a photo of her. She doesn't look, she's probably in her
2: 50s, late 50s, 60s,
1: early 60s. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Shelling's keeping her young. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, she's out there getting sun, doing some digging. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you dig. very fit, very fit. Yeah, yeah. Drives that beetle.
2: They actually have, uh, you know, we were telling you about those strainers. Yeah. They actually have a little tiny strainer on this really long, like, broom handle. Telescoping, of course, you can travel Obviously. with it. And then you can reach out and scoop with it. But I just can't, I, I can't pull the plug on this. So you don't,
1: you don't actually need to, you just put your chair down.
2: <laughs> and scoop away. And you
1: just scoop, bring it in. Nope. nope. Scoop, bring it in. Nope.
2: And nope, fling, fling that, it I don't like you.
1: that you got to get involved. you got to get in there.
2: There's an etiquette to shelling, too. Oh, God. Really? When you're going through the rack line. Yeah, that's right. The rack rack line? What is the rack line? That's where the water hits the sand and stops and creates that little uh, edge like where the seaweed is. Uh That's where the shells collect the rack line. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. But as you're going through the rack line or the the shallow surf and you find a shell, but you may not want it, you just fling that up on the sand so someone else can find it easily. You don't throw it back in the water where it can go back to live? Nope. No, no, that's that's just wrong. If it's alive, you absolutely throw it back.
1: Oh. Do you ever find like a sea star? You'll go to Shell. Oh, jeez.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Oh, man. And
0: weird. on that terrible pun. No.
1: no, that has to be over. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being here.
0: And on that note, it is time. <laughs> it is time to end. Say goodbye.
2: Bye.
1: You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast. And for this, we apologize.